Okay, now this is such an interesting lesson we're about to do. Aren't they all? Why should I discriminate between lessons or among them? But anyway, uh, come up and sit. Sit cross-legged in any way that's comfortable. And imagine that you have, right at the top of your head, kind of like a continuation of your spine, you have a pencil taped to the top of your head and pointing up towards the ceiling. Pencil. And take that pencil around to draw a circle. Imagine there's a piece of paper held parallel to the ceiling, parallel to the floor, right above your head, the length of the pencil. And you're going to take your head that top of your head in a circle to draw a circle on that piece of paper. And you've got a whole length of your spine and a whole lot of places you could be doing this from. Are the vertebrae of your neck moving relative to one another to make that circle or is it all happening somewhere else? Are you avoiding moving the vertebrae of your neck? Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's like the idea of this circle. It's like if you don't have too many images here, now you've got this pencil coming out of the top of your head and this pencil's kind of carving out a cone in space. Carving out a cone in space. So there's a point at the base of the cone And the whole time you do this, your face stays facing forward. Your nose doesn't turn left or right. May tilt up and down, doesn't turn left and right. The movement really happens in the vertebrae of your neck. Your nose doesn't turn left and right. Your nose stays facing forward. And take this circle in the other direction. Start drawing the circle in the other direction and you really can feel how circular is it as you go around. How even. Are there places around the circle where something in your neck gets in the way and doesn't want to move? And now take your right hand, your right index finger, and touch the top of your head. Touch this place where the pencil was sitting a moment ago. And then move your hand over so that your right index finger is resting on your left temple. Resting on your left temple. So take it around the top of your head to rest on your left temple. And now begin to make a different kind of a circle. Feel that spot on the side of your head where your left index, your right index finger is touching the left side of your head. And begin to take your head in a circle, leaving your arm still, leaving your hand still, so that that finger will draw a line all the way around the top of your head. So you move your head so that you draw a line with your finger all the way around the top of your head. Evidently giving a completely mysterious... Okay. So your hand and your arm stay still in space. And you move your head so literally that finger will slide around your head. Not because you're moving your hand, but because you're moving your head. And it'll slide in a circle to trace a circle all the way around the circumference of your head. Okay, let's ask ourselves a question. Is our finger sliding? No. Okay, so whatever Lynette's saying is completely obscure. We haven't got it yet. That's okay. We'll come back. We'll try that again. Take a rest. (laughs) That's one of those little prince commands. Tell people to do what they're already doing. feel very like, oh, look. (laughs) No, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to figure this out.
So one idea is you take the top of your head in a circle and you're kind of making a cone because the bottom of your head doesn't draw much of a circle. And then the other idea is that you move your whole head. Your whole head stays vertical and you move your whole head in a circle and you use your finger to track that. That's an idea. So we're going to sit up again when you're ready. Sit cross-legged. And you touch your left hand full with your right index finger. And now imagine it's kind of like, uh, you know, think of Steve Martin and dancing like Egyptian mummies, or I don't know what the, I can't even remember the song so long ago. Um, you want to take your whole head and take your whole head around in a circle so that your finger draws a circle around the circumference of your head. But your face doesn't turn left and right. Your face stays looking forward. Your hand and your arm stay still in space and your head slides around them. Your head slides around. Move your head so that you want to go towards having the back of your head touch the finger, the front of your head touch the finger, your right temple touch your finger, your left temple touch your finger. Go all the way around, moving your head so that your finger slides. Your finger stays still and your head slides around your finger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you might not be able to go all the way around at first. Maybe it doesn't go all the way around because something would have to move, right, or something. Yeah, okay. We're getting some kind of idea. Yeah, here's one idea. You could just hand your, hold your hand still and turn your head left and right. And you'll feel your finger sliding around the circumference of your head for part of your head. And that will be a useful first step. It's not ultimately movement. But no, no, you're doing all right. Yeah, you're doing all right. People are getting it. People are getting it. Everyone, put on your blindfolds. <laughs> okay, try with your other finger, just for a little variety. Take your left finger across to your right temple. Yeah. Can you go the other way? Yeah, you turn your head so that you're drawing a line around the circumference of the top of your head. It's like you've got this little crown or this little circlet around your head. It goes right around sort of parallel to the floor, right around the widest part around your forehead and head, and you're moving your head so that you trace your finger around this. And, you know, people are getting an idea here, so that's good, yeah. Yeah, you're getting there. Basically, your finger stays still, but your head moves. And your elbow stays still in space, but your head moves. And we're going to get some more refinements going here, but you got you got... You got some part of the idea, and don't worry about your hair. <laughs> You'll kind of come out of this with very interesting style. Yeah. Leave that, rest on your back for a moment. Lying on your back like this, can you lift your head slightly from the floor and draw the circle with the top of your head, like the pencils on the top of your head? You're making the cone, draw a circle with the top of your head. You might just do it a couple of times and then rest. Don't strain your neck. But see what it's like to draw that circle while lying on your back. Draw that circle on the piece of paper that's over your head that's it's now perpendicular to the floor, parallel to the top of your head. Draw that circle and see what kind of idea this is for your neck muscles in the front, in the back. How even can you make it going around? Turn that circle around and try the other direction. And just as many times as you like, lift your head up and do it and then rest your head. 
Yeah. And then rest, leave that. Now we'll all find the one position where you can't look at one another and imitate. <laughs> Roll over onto your stomach. Roll over onto your stomach. And take your right arm around the top of your head so your right index finger can rest on your left temple again. And uh, now like this, start to take your head around so that you draw, take your head in a big circle so that you draw this line around the circumference of your head with that finger of your right hand. You might need to have your elbow and your arm a little away from the floor because you're going to have to go in front, right? And to each side and behind and in front. And it might be hard to do that if you're... Right arm is entirely resting on the floor. Okay. And now that you've got the floor as a reference point, try this curious idea. Try to do it so that your face doesn't turn left and right, so that you're looking at the floor the whole time. So oh, now you really have to do some different things in the whole length of your back, partly in the whole length of your back, but also, most importantly, right at the base of your skull. Thing we care about most is getting this movement right at the base of your skull. And your elbow stays still and your hand stays still in space, still in space. They don't move left or right or up or down, but your head does all the moving around your hand, around towards your elbow, away from it, around your hand. Right, and switch your arms. Try it with your other hand, your left hand reaching around the top, so your left index finger is on your right temple. And pay attention that your elbow and your finger stay still in space, that they're a little bit away from the ground so that you've got room to take your head all the way around that left index finger. So that left index finger can draw the circumference of your whole head. And now you've already refined a lot more. You're not turning your head left and right. You're looking straight towards the ground. And now refine a little bit that you're not, um, I mean, you're not, you're not tilting your head so much either. So your head as a whole unit is going in a circle, making this circle. And it's not like tilting one ear towards one shoulder and the other ear towards the other shoulder. And you can adjust this to your own capabilities. So if that's too big of a movement for you right now, the real idea and really the key thing we're looking for is the difference between moving the vertebrae of your neck and moving right at the base of your skull and the top of the vertebrae and that kind of sliding movement, translating movement, as you take your head in this circle around the circumference. Great. Okay. Just leave that and come onto your back and take a rest on your back.
What are the places in your spine that are getting sort of mobilized or engaged by this? And how are you feeling changes in the length of your spine on the floor? And then staying on your back like this, lift yourself up on your elbows. So you're leaning on your elbows and forearms and palms, half propped up. And begin to draw that circle with the pencil on the top of your head. Make that cone. Draw that circle. You can also, yeah, you can go from sitting and lean back on your hands or on your, on your elbows. Draw that cone circle. Not the funny circumference circle, but the cone circle on that imaginary piece of paper that's just above your head. You're moving with the vertebrae of your neck, and you notice in this position that you really have to find the difference between your spine and your shoulders. You have to find there's going to be places where the kind of work your shoulders are doing holding you up is going to prevent your spine from being free. You just find those and look slowly, carefully. Take rests when you need to. You can rest and then come back to it. And you might really think if it's really uncomfortable to be on your elbows like that, sit and just lean back on your hands and do it from sitting, leaning back with your legs long, leaning back on your hands. Actually, why don't we all try that? That would be actually be a really good variation. Take a rest, lie and take a rest, and then we'll come and do this other option. And come up to sit. Leave your legs long, but sit and lean back on your hands behind you. Leaning back on your hands behind you, you feel this is a little bit less extreme position to get at the same idea. Draw a cone, draw a circle with a pencil on the top of your head. So you really feel like that pencil is a continuation of your spine. And here your head tilts. It doesn't, your face doesn't turn side to side, but your head tilts forward, tilts to the side, tilts backwards, tilts to the other side. And that tilting takes the pencil in a circle. It's more of a tilting, cone-like movement of your head. And as you go around it, just really slowly and studying it really with a lot of awareness and sensitivity, to feel those places where subtly the muscles in your neck or the interference of your shoulders, something doesn't let your spine do this easy cone-like movement, tilting movement of your head. And just gradually even it out, smooth it out, find the places. It can be super, super fundamental where our shoulders are interfering with what our neck can do. And if you just go very slowly, gently, easy with yourself, no pressure, just study it, feel it, even it out. And turn that around and start drawing the circle in the other direction and find does it change going in the other direction. 
And very carefully, thoughtfully, try to feel the difference between letting your head tilt in all four directions. Tilt 360 degrees versus turning your face side to side. So it really doesn't matter how big or little you do it or how often you do it or how many times you do it. But if you just do a little bit where you're tilting your head through those full 360 degrees, but your face, your nose at any point is still basically looking forward to the wall in front of you. It's not turning to look to the wall to the left or the right, but your nose stays oriented in front of you while you tilt your head through all 360 degrees, drawing that circle with the pencil on the top of your head. As your head goes back, it's more work for the muscles at the front of your neck. As your head goes forwards, the reverse. Gentle. Okay, leave that and rest again on your back. And then come and sit up and lean on your hands behind you again. And now your, uh, well, your hands are busy, so you can't use your finger as a reference point. So just imagine that from this very high ceiling over you, there's a pendulum hanging down. There's a, like a plum, like a lead weight at the end of a string hanging down. And it happens to touch your head right on your left temple. That plum is just touching your head right on your left temple. And without constraining it too much with this idea, just feel how you could move your head around to draw a little line forwards and backwards on your head with that lead plum that's hanging from the ceiling. So you don't want to disturb it. You don't want to push around. You don't want to make it move. You want to move next to that plum. And just start with going forwards and backwards a little bit. Just start with going so that that lead plum can uh, stay still and you're just gently rubbing along it to draw a line towards your forehead, towards the back of your head without turning your face so your face still stays looking forwards and it can be very small, don't pull too far back if you're not comfortable going back stay within what's comfortable so you feel that's just like one tiny arc of that circumference of your whole head, right? That's just one part of that whole. And now because you're leaning on your arms, you got your shoulders, you got like, your whole spine available, you could move a lot of yourself. So move as much of yourself as you need to move to continue that movement of your head so that that imaginary plumb line hanging down from the ceiling, that imaginary lead plumb, will get to draw a line all the way around the circle, the circumference of your head. Leave that, take a rest.
Come up on your sitting again, leaning on your hands behind you. And take your right hand away from the floor. Take your right hand and reach across the top of your head so that your right index finger rests on your left and your left temple. And begin now again with your actual finger here touching you to slide your head around so that this finger will draw a line around the circumference of your head. And you're taking your head around your finger. Let yourself use your spine, let yourself use your shoulders, let yourself use everything so that you can move your head this way. As much as possible, can you keep your head actually still oriented vertical to the ground, your face still oriented vertical to the ground, and your eyes, your nose still looking forward? So you have to take your whole head in a circle parallel to the ground. Like the bottom of your skull was resting on a plate and you were sliding it around that plate, leaving your face looking forward the whole time. It's like a big movement of your chin moving forward and your chin pulling backwards. Big movement of one ear going sideways like you wanted to put your ear on the wall to listen. The other ear going sideways the other direction. Like how much freedom can you find for your whole head to slide at the base of your skull and draw a big circle. Great. Good. Okay, leave that. Lie on your back, rest. There's all sorts of asymmetries we feel in life, like our one hip is higher than the other, or maybe our one leg feels shorter than the other, or the ribs feel flared on one side, or the back is tighter on one side. And you can really kind of put the microscope on all those asymmetries and really start to unpick them at very fundamental levels. If you really pay attention to these details, things you can do with your neck and how you move your head, how it can be free from your shoulders. And some of these really subtle distinctions like between tilting your head and sliding your head at the top of your skull, tilting your Spine tilting your vertebrae of your neck to draw this cone versus sliding your skull at the base of your neck, which at the top of your neck, at the base of your skull. Now come up to sit and sit cross-legged without leaning on your hands. Very slowly, easily, with a pencil at the top of your head that's a continuation of your spine, draw this circle again. You're tilting your head through the 360 degrees, but you're not turning your face. So the whole time around, you're tilting your head, but not turning your face. And you feel all around your neck, it's kind of like a little symphony. Some of the muscles start to engage while they lengthen because they're stopping your head from tilting too far, falling off in that direction. Other muscles soften because they no longer need to hold your head up. All around your neck, feel that kind of symphony and where you can let go and let it get smoother and more consistent. And then it's really interesting, if you turn the movement around, you're really doing the same movement. You're taking your head to all the same places. But when you come from the other direction, things can look very, very different, very easy.
And then pause, leave that, stay sitting, pause for a moment. And let's try a different sort of image for this strange second movement. That I mean, everybody's getting much clearer on it, but let's try a different image for it. Imagine your head sitting on a plate, and your chin really is what's going to sit on the plate. Your chin's what's going to touch the plate. And you want to draw, and that plate is parallel to the floor. It's perpendicular to your head, to your face. It's parallel to the floor. And now you're going to draw a circle with your chin on that plate. Take your whole head in a big circle, not tilting it, but sliding it around so that with your chin you draw a circle on that plate. So your whole face stays vertical, stays horizontal, vertical, stays up relative to the floor. Just goes in a circle to make Instead of making a cone, it's making like a cylinder. It's drawing a cylinder. And your face doesn't turn left and right. Your whole head slides left and right, but your face doesn't turn left and right. You don't turn to look left or turn to look right. You're looking forwards the whole time, but your chin is drawing a little circle, and your whole head is kind of making, drawing out a cylinder in space. An axis through the middle of your head is going to draw a cylinder in space instead of a cone. And this one, try that, turn around, go the other direction and see what are the places it's easy for your chin to get to to draw that circle on the plate that your whole skull is resting on. What are the places that the circle gets a little bit cut off or it's not as smooth? What's going on in your neck or down your whole spine? How can you let that develop? And then take, leave that and take your left hand over the top of your head, put your left finger on your right temple. And now that circle you were drawing with the chin, the idea is to do that same movement, but now it's going to have to be much bigger actually, so that you can take your whole head around your finger without moving your finger. Now go ahead and cheat. Maybe you move your finger while you're doing the circle with the chin on the plate in front of you, you can move your finger so that your finger goes around the whole circumference of your head. And then gradually see, can you let that circle of your, that uh, strange pecking forwards and backwards, sliding your head from side to side, that whole movement get large enough that your finger can stay still. That's like that stomach and tapping your head trick. Ah, yeah, I know. I can give you like too many reference points at once. There's the plate under your head. There's the finger on the side of your head. Shall we get the plumb line in there? Let's have the plumb line too. No. You do it a couple times without your finger there for the reference, so it's just the idea. And the circle of your chin drawing on that plate can be as big or as small as you want it to be or as is comfortable to make it. And at the same time, with your awareness, you draw that line around the circumference of your head, that line around the widest part of your head, parallel to the floor. Excellent. Great. Okay, line your backs. Take a rest. I'm glad it's such a funny movement. Roll over and lie on your right side.
And then lying on your side like this. Lift your head slightly away from the floor and begin to draw that comb. Take that pencil on the top of your head and draw a circle on a piece of paper over your head. And feel like this. Now lying on your side is a completely different relationship with gravity. It might actually be really a lot more difficult to make this smooth and easy, to make this smooth and even all the way around. Just do it once or twice and then take a rest. Imagine it smooth and easy. Get it smooth and easy in your mind. Imagine your head making a very smooth, drawing a very smooth circle on the piece of paper over your head with that pencil. Continues your spine. Imagine that. Then try it again a couple of times. It's quite different when the head's just poised on top of the spine and the muscles are just really working to finesse or keep your head balanced on the top of your spine while you do what you do. Then the muscles can work really, really smoothly and easily. You put yourself on the side and you're muscles actually have to lift your head and become much more actively engaged, then all that smoothness and fine refinement seems to fly out the window. Let's see if you can just slowly do it a few times, rest a few times, do it a few times. You can find some of that smoothness again, even on the side where you're making more use of the muscles. They're actually lifting quite a heavy weight. Your head is quite a heavy weight. And then try it in the other direction. Turn it around. Try it in the other direction. I mean, staying on the same side, but take your head. uh, Let's see. If you've been drawing it up, backwards, down, and forwards, instead go down, backwards, up, and forwards. So just draw the circle in the other direction. And rest for a moment. Pause, put your head down and pause and rest on your side like this. And then take your left index finger and now put it alongside the left side of your temple. So don't reach across the top of your head. Just rest the back of your left uh, finger, but vertical vertical relative to you, relative to your face on the left side of your temple. And now like this, can you take your head in this big circle so that this finger traces out a line around the circumference of your head so that this finger traces out the circumference of your head. And your elbow stays still, your finger stays still, but your head's going to lift and it's going to make more the cylinder, not so much the cone, not tilting but sliding around like I feel where in your back moves differently what at the base of your skull moves differently And leave that line in your back. Take a rest.
and then come and lie on your left side. And first, just think about the movement. First, just think that you're going to draw a circle with the pencil on the top of your head, the pencil that's the continuation of your spine. First, just think that you're going to draw that circle, lifting your head away from the floor. And just imagine how you're going to make that a smooth circle, an easy circle. In one direction, continuing in the same direction. And then when you've got it pretty clear in your mind, just a couple of times, lift your head and take it in that circle. And then put your head down and imagine doing it in the other direction. Let your head rest and imagine doing it in the other direction. And in the other direction, even in your imagination, do you already feel like going to certain places is different somehow when you come at it from the other side in the other way? Just imagine it getting smooth and easy. When you imagine it, what do you think about? Do you think about just that end point, the intention, the circle that you're drawing with the top of your head? Or in your imagination, do you imagine how you're using your neck, how the vertebrae move? Do you imagine how... Your neck finds the freedom from your shoulders, how your spine moves between your shoulders, kind of around your shoulders. Do you imagine how far down your spine, how far down your spine do you imagine that your spine really provides support and takes part? Is your pelvis part of what you imagine? Are your legs part of what you imagine? What difference does it make to imagine drawing this circle with the pencil on the top of your head while keeping the whole of yourself, the whole of your skeleton, the whole of yourself in the image of that movement? The only way for your head ever to feel light is to have something heavier at the other end, like your pelvis, your legs. Once you're satisfied that you can imagine that movement now in the second direction nicely with your whole self included in your imaginary movement, then go ahead and pick up your head and just take, draw that circle just a few times just to check out and test the difference between your imagination and reality. And then leave that rest, stay resting on your side again for a moment, just pause on your side. And now take your right index finger, rest it on your right temple as that reference point. And now again, just in your imagination, start in your imagination. The great thing about your imagination is in your imagination, you can be like a Gumby doll. You could be anything. You can be anything in your imagination. You can be like a super distorter machine. You can be a Gumby doll. Whatever kind of thing you'd have to be, can you imagine how this head could move so wide and so much in a circle that it could take itself in a circle around your right index finger? So your right index finger would stay right there, stay right there still in space, and you'd move your whole head 
And in your imagination, your spine is just as long and just as flexible and just as easy as it needs to be so that your whole head could go around and your finger would end up drawing a line around the circumference of your head, even though your finger stays still in space. It's your head moving to draw this uh, line around the circumference of your head with your finger. And in your imagination, you can make it happen. In your imagination, you won't get... You won't come up to some stop like you can't take your head far enough forward or far enough backwards or far enough to the left or far enough to the right. In your imagination, your spine is as long as ever, very free from your shoulders so that your hand can stay still as you take your head all in this direction. Just give yourself the feeling of that in your own mind, in your own kinesthetic imagination. And for this too, don't just think about your neck. Don't just think about your shoulders. Does that help? That's like, don't think about the elephant. Okay, what do you think about instead? Think about the whole length of your spine. Think about your chest. Think about the pelvis, the weight of your pelvis and your legs. And all of that is part of the picture of how your head can make this big movement around your finger. And when you feel you've got the image of that in your imagination, you've got it going, then a couple of times actually try it, actually do it. Move your whole head around the finger so that your finger will draw this line around the circumference of your head. And just do it once or twice to feel what's the gap between this Amazing stretching Gumby doll of your imagination that can take its head in all those directions and what you actually can do with yourself. Great. Okay, and then leave that and come onto your back. And then roll to your side and come up to sit, sit cross-legged in whatever way is comfortable. And just begin to take your head in this movement to draw the circle with a pencil that's continuing your spine. Very easy tilting, tilting of your head in all 360 direction, degrees. And as you tilt your head, as you draw that circle, in your imagination, run your mind's eye around the circumference of your head and feel what the circumference of your head is doing. So you're still doing the movement of tilting your head, of drawing the cone, the vertebrae of your neck, moving to tilt to draw the cone. But in your imagination, you're feeling the circumference of your head. You're feeling how the circumference of your head is moving in space. You're imagining that you're tracing the circumference of your head as you draw the circle. And then leave that. Stop. And now make more this movement of your chin drawing a circle so that your whole head stays vertical.
And if there's a plumb line hanging from the ceiling, it can travel around the circumference of your head in the opposite direction to the direction that you move your head. And while you're doing that, think about the pencil on the top of your head again. So you're not, what's the pencil on the top of your head? What's the spot on the top of your head doing? Still drawing a circle, isn't it? It's just drawing a different circle while you draw the circle with your chin. And right at the base of your skull, there's a movement relative the base of your skull to your first couple of vertebrae. That's very particular. Do all sorts of healthy things for the whole rest of your skeleton and everything you do if you have that little freedom there. Great. Okay, good. Leave that. Lie on your back. And feel what's changed in your contact with the floor, how the length of your spine rests on the floor, where you're touching the floor. And whenever you're ready, you can take your own time, but whenever you're ready, roll to your side and... Come up to sit and stand. And really be prepared when you come up to sit and stand to feel also what's different in your spine, what's different in the carriage of your head in particular, as you stand, as you walk. 